0: Holy smokes, Batman! That was an awesome night of patrolling. Did you see? Wasn't it cool when that we ran that guy's car off the road and it exploded?
1: What? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I guess, I guess that was uh pretty cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you think that guy lived?
1: Uh, I, I. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm, I'm sure he, he, he rolled out of the car. Uh, you know, like on the, like on the A team. Uh, villains train for that kind of thing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty normal. Plus, Joker's like. Exploded in a car like five times, and he's still fine.
0: That's true. Hey, Batman, can I ask another question?
1: Sure, Robin. Uh, anything.
0: You really hate guns, right?
1: Yeah, no. Guns are the worst. Killed my parents.
0: Why do all the Batmobiles and Batplanes have machine guns in them?
1: Uh, 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 w- well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, um, because uh, for shooting out the tires on, on cars, it's very, very effective.
0: Why do the bad planets mean to have machine guns?
1: Ah, uh, be- because there might be uh, alien invasions, or uh, I might have to shoot drones out of the sky. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So it's okay to kill space aliens? Well,
1: uh, I, I mean, if they're in- invading Earth and and killing people, yes. In that in that case, it's it's okay to, yes, killing space aliens is okay.
0: So is it okay to kill our- to kill Superman? What?
1: No, no. Uh, Cause Superman is our. Superman's our friend you know and uh, he, he grew up on earth and uh he, he, he had a, he actually had a uh, fairly he had a more normal human uh child upbringing than I did so in in many ways he he is human uh, and maybe even more human than me in in certain ways yeah so uh so no killing Superman would be wrong because he is he is uh he is our friend and um, he he uh, he is very human even though he is biologically not human at all But, you know, he looks real human, too, uh, as well.
0: Oh, okay. I guess... I guess that makes sense. Can I ask you one last question, Batman?
1: Sure. Anything for you, Robin.
0: If I died, would you kill the guy who killed me? For revenge?
1: Uh... 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 well...
0: uh, uh... Because when I wanted to kill the guy who killed my parents... You said I shouldn't do that because because revenge wasn't a good reason to kill people. So if someone killed me, you'd let them live, right?
1: Uh, I I I mean, uh <clears throat> uh uh it would be the right thing to do to make sure that they were brought to justice without me murdering them with my bare hands. That would be the right thing to do.
0: Okay, Batman. I'm glad you you cleared that up. I can't wait to ask you more questions about our morally ambiguous lifestyle.
1: Yeah, yo, why don't you, uh, why don't you run along now, uh, buddy? I've, Batman's got a lot of, a lot of phone calls to make. Okay?
0: <clears throat> okay. All right,
1: let's... All right, let's Hello, uh, yes, sir.
0: Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop,
1: boop boop. Uh hello. Uh yeah no this, this is uh this is Batman. Uh how much how much would it cost to get a bunch of machine guns removed uh from a bunch of cars? Oh, that much per car, huh? That's uh that's like half as much as the car cost. It's outrageous. Okay, how much to modify machine guns to shoot beanbags? Welcome to the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to Ruben Uncut. Today's topic, I'll be talking about a very specific internet controversy and that's big in the fandoms that I circulate in. Uh, Specifically, DC Comics fandoms. And that, that, dear listeners, is the question, should Batman be a murderer? Uh, This is the question that gets brought up a lot in, in terms of Batman and his moral code. So there's a lot to this topic it is dense and part of it is that the reason it is dense is because there's just so much history to go over it's fucking nuts um so so but this is the major controversy of our time and maybe i'll start with the thing that jump-started the controversy and the thing that jump-started the controversy of course was the release of Batman v. Superman. Dawn of Justice. In this movie, we are presented with a darker Batman, a Batman who has lost his way and fallen. His life has gone down a dark path, and he, he now is less afraid of hurting or mutilating criminals, including branding them with his bat, with his bat brand. And when he witnesses the odds... The destructive power of Superman. Uh, he, he basically freaks out and thinks the only way to save humanity is to murder Superman. Because this is all about... This, the story was all about a Batman who was lost to his trauma and fear of the world. And it, it's, it's the story is about an emotionally... Batman v Superman is literally about an emotionally broken Batman that's what the film is about it's it's what batman's whole arc in the dceu is but that's besides the point because today the point is that when this came out people immediately lashed out at this representation of batman for being too dark too mean too murderous there's a couple now the film is full of a lot of ambiguity ambiguous I uh, ambiguous moments where it's like well that guy probably died now to be fair very few of the kills are confirmed i mean sure we can probably assume the guys in that one truck who got sh- who got shot with machine guns that exploded they're probably dead i would i would give that one that was one moment where was like yeah Batman definitely killed those guys <clears throat> the the warehouse fight scene, in, at least in the theatrical cut, most of those people could have survived or died because of their own bad choices. Um, now, the, the unrated cut does confirm that that guy gets hit with the box, definitely busts his head open on the wall. Um, but, like, the thing about that moment is that, like, a lot of these kills aren't necessarily intentional. And it's worth noting that Batman doesn't shoot the guy with the flamethrower directly. He shoots the he shoots the gas line on the flamethrower, causing him to blow up himself. But once again, this is not the point I'm trying to make. I'm getting sidetracked in the minutiae here. The point is, this movie came out, and people were very upset that Batman was killing people. Or engaging in activities that were so dangerous, they would more than likely kill people. Now... This has led to a large debate online over whether or not Batman should or whether it would be right for Batman to kill. So I'm going to give you my upfront statement here. I personally prefer a Batman who has a no kill rule. I think it adds a moral complexity to his character and it's one of the things that allows him to operate in that world as a Batman. If Batman were to cross over into the line into killing people, it would raise a lot of questions about his methodology and whether or not he should still be allowed to be Batman. Because it changes the moral nature of his actions quite a bit. And we'll go into that as I go along. But I just wanted to state it up front that I am pro-no-kill rule Batman. <clears throat> now... However, I did think it was interesting that this controversy was spawned by the most recent Batman Batman movie being Batman v. Superman. Well, most recent at the time of this recording, which is slightly before the release of the newest Batman, which will star Pat, uh, Robert Pattinson. And quite frankly, it looks like it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm super psyched for it. Um, uh, however... Um, what has not truly been revealed yet is whether or not Batman will kill in this movie. And it's a great question that is on the minds of a lot of different fans. Um, is, uh, for sure. Now, Robert Pattinson has made a few comments that could hint at it. Robert Pattinson says, has basically said in an interview that there are, there are two ways to look at uh, Batman's uh, morality. One of which is that he is... I'm going to probably horribly misquote him here. Um, I forget what the first example was, but the second example was is that he's a person who is full of vengeance and anger and is doing his best to keep himself from killing, that he is restraining himself from killing. And the other version is... I think the other version is that he is just a a person who is morally opposed to killing, etc., but so those are interesting. So that last part's an interesting statement from Robert Pattinson, who said that that latter one was the one he thought was more interesting, which is, means it's probably the one he goes with in the movie. Now this would imply that he is less apt to kill. Now the reason. Now, however, I do think it's interesting that the controversy comes out now at this specific moment, only because, and this is sort of kind of the big deal and the point um, this is not the first Batman movie where Batman has killed people like not even close in fact out of the movies where Batman has been in he has only not been involved with people's deaths in exactly one of those movies Uh, and that one movie is Batman and Robin which is easily the worst of all the Batman movies like there is no other movie that Batman even appears in that is not better than that movie um it is the absolute worst appearance of Batman ever in my opinion if that movie gives you joy that's that's your own deal um you find joy wherever you can I'm not going to try and take away Batman and Robin from you but fright- but it was the first movie I was ever angry I'd paid a dollar to see um, I was a, part of that. Well, though, is mainly that. Sorry, where was I? All right, so, but like, Batman kills in in pretty much all the Batman movies. Uh, in Batman in the Christopher Nolan movies, which is really the only movie series that makes a big deal out of the fact that Batman has a no-kill rule. Even though there are very, there's very few people you could say that he directly murdered in those movies. Uh, with the exception of Two-Face, um, pretty much... <clears throat> pretty much he was responsible for a lot of incidents that probably killed people. Like, if you accidentally set... if you set a building on fire and people die in it, uh, that's... Um, that's still manslaughter. Even if killing the people inside that building was not your intent. So... Christopher Nolan Batman is still definitely responsible for people dying due to like traffic incidents and buildings he accidentally set on fire when he was fighting ninjas. But he himself is not an out an an outright murderer. He's he never had he 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 lacks the intent to murder. Even when he kills Two Face, even though it is his most direct kill, it's not really his not necessarily his intent to kill him at that moment. He just sees him about to kill the boy and tackles him off of the building and fails to save him in the ensuing tackle. It's it's a very in-the-moment thing, and we can argue that his intention was not to murder him. That was just the consequences of the actions that Batman took on Impulse to save the child. But, you know, people still die. <clears throat> and then you have... Then you have Tim... Val, I forget exactly who Val Kilmer's Batman kills, um, although he definitely takes an action that would, one would assume would kill Two-Face, throwing the coin and, and Two-Face going for it and falling an unreasonable distance to what one would assume would be his death, although I do think there's like a scene where you see his hand come back up. But still, ba- in that moment, Batman took an action that reasonably he would have to assume would result in death. <coughs> But then of course you got the Tim Burton Batman movies, where Batman is essentially a murder bot. Like, like people don't acknowledge it because Tim Burton's movies are dark and qu- but also quirky, so you don't really feel the murder. But that Batman, but especially in Batman Returns, Batman just straight up in the beginning of the movie, most of his screen time in the first part of the movie is him just out and out just straight up murdering uh, homeless circus performers. Uh, one of whom he sets on fire. And by the way, you know these people are dead because they don't show back up. Like, do not come back later in the movie when you see uh, Penguin's minions. Uh, there's the guy who shoves a bomb down his pants and then throws him in, like, I think it's a sewer or a trash can or something. But he blows the fuck up. He dies. And Batman just kills these people. Um, and there is a huge hypocrisy, though, later in the movie where Cat, he's at a party with he's dancing with Catwoman, and Catwoman's like... I brought a gun, I'm gonna shoot Max Shrek. And Batman's like, What? No, you can't you can't shoot Max Shrek? And it's like, come on, Batman. Is it just because the Max Shrek is a billionaire? Is that what it is? Is this where the meme comes from? Is Batman Returns the meme about Batman beating up homeless beating up poor crazy people? Is this the is this where the meme comes from? That annoying, sick, tired meme. Is this where it comes from? Is it is it? I don't know. Probably. I blame you, Tim Burton. I blame you. But the point is, is that Batman kills... It doesn't seem to have much of a problem with killing people in that movie. And then he kills a bunch of people in the first Batman movie also, where he basically goes into a building, drops a bomb. Now, dropping a bomb and accidentally setting a building on fire? Very different actions, I just want to point out. He just straight up bombs the building. And everyone inside just dies. Like, the idea that any of them would survive that explosion? Comical, at best. Uh, He just straight-up fucking murders those people. And then, of course, you know, he also kills Joker at the end of the movie. Now, in fairness to these movies, I do think there's something up with Hollywood. Because Hollywood seems to prefer it when villains die. We kill villains in Hollywood movies... All the time. It's a prevalent trope, even. Like, there's so many movies where, at the, where, like, the whole movie, the guy wants to kill the villain and get his revenge, and then he gets there, and he decides, no, man, you're not worth it. And he, like, starts to walk away from the villain, and then the villain pulls out a fucking gun, and he, and he immediately just turns... It. just knocked over a lamp. It got too animated. Maybe I should film these. <clears throat> and he just... Where was I? So the villain, so he spares the villain's life and he starts to go away and just then the villain pulls out a gun or a bomb or something that forces the hero to turn back around and shoot him because he suddenly has no choice but to defend himself. Or someone else the villain has tra- threatened in that moment. It's a trope. It's prevalent in tons of movies and things. It, it's very weird. And then there's and then factor in how many movies there are where the villain's kill themselves, or, or die in some manner. Hollywood seems to hate the idea that villains would escape physical punishment. It's very weird. Like, even the Spider-Man movies. Like, look at Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Um, Sam, even though it was confirmed recently in No Way Home that he totally killed that guy, that criminal who killed, uh, his uncle. I actually wasn't certain before, but, uh, they did confirm it. He killed that guy. Uh, but the point is, is that at the end of that movie, uh, Green Goblin kills himself by accident. And at the end of the second movie, Dr. Octopus sacrifices his life to undo his own work. And at the end of Spider-Man 3, Venom... Like, Eddie Brock dies with Venom of his own choice because he wants to save Venom. Uh, it's... Like, there's... there's, And I think... and. Uh new goblin fucking james franco he died too like there's a thing where hollywood doesn't want these characters doesn't want villains to live which is interesting because it's antithetical to comic book mythology uh comic book mythology frequently relies on the concept of just bringing villains back all the time which is part of the reason that heroes don't kill It's because you know it's easier to have stories for the future if you're not just going around cutting those stories off by murdering people I do think it's also hypocritical that the no-kill morality is specifically aimed at Batman and Superman and not so much at the MCU where in the MCU characters basically just wantonly kill with no reper- with almost no repercussions, like like no one said anything about Iron Man. No no one's no one's there's not a single person out there who's going like, hey guys, don't you think it was morally questionable when Iron Man dropped from the sky and just started fucking executing brown people in the Middle East? Don't you think that's questionable? But they were terrorists. It was still a fucking murder, <laughs> of an unsanctioned variety. He's just straight up interacting without any sort of oversight whatsoever, drops from the sky and literally executes people with rockets, it's pretty, it's kind of fucked up. But we don't question Tony Stark's morality, even though he's a total fucking piece of shit. Like he starts out that movie selling, uh, literally violating the Geneva Convention by selling people cluster bombs, uh, which are illegal. It's an illegal weapon. And yet he's selling it to people at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he is a very morally questionable character. Now, to be fair, that is part of Iron Man, is that Iron Man is morally questionable. My point is, is that why is there this, this outrage against Batman and Superman, who, but not characters like Iron Man? It, it, no one brings up. No one questions Thor's violence. No one questions. Literally, no one questions the murders. Uh, Committed by people in the MCU. I will say that with Captain America, they try to hide it from you, which is actually a weird feature in the first Captain America movie. If you pay attention to the movie, um, you will see him firing guns numerous times throughout the film. But you never, but in any moment where Captain America is firing a gun, you can never see who he's firing it at or if it's hitting anyone at all. If you like most of the action focuses on him up close with his shield even any part where he has a gun we never see what he's shooting at which is very interesting film technique that is incorporated there. It's to like they're acknowledging the fact that captain america uh would have killed people in the war but at the same time they don't they're doing it in a way where they're like not drawing your attention to it either which I think is a very dishonest thing to do in terms of of movie action to be completely honest. <clears throat> but my point is I'm just saying that there is I think it's odd that specifically Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel are are judged harder for the amount of death in them than other movies even though other mo- literally The only thing about these movies is that these movies point out the death to the audience. They say, hey, there's a cost of human life when people like this fight. And that's not something that any other superhero movies are trying to draw your attention to. And I think that's very interesting. But this is also not my point. So let's go back to this. The question, what is up With Batman and murder. And to really, truly get... Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, Batman... Even Adam West Batman killed people. Um, In the the Adam West Batman movie, they dehydrate four thugs to death uh, in that movie. Um, Fun fact. Yeah, no. George Clooney, the worst Batman. The only non-killer Batman. Also, the only Batman movie where they don't acknowledge... It's also the only Batman movie in its series where they don't acknowledge mental illness. In fact, mental illness is the through line between Batman, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever. Also, Batman and Robin should have been called Batman Forever. And Batman Forever should have been called Batman and Robin. Just fucking saying. They fucked that up. For sure. Um, Although, also, it would have been ironic if Batman and Robin was called Batman Forever even though it works better because, you know, it's the fourth movie. But it would have been ironic because it killed the franchise temporarily. Um, so, but we have to go back. We have to go back to answer this question, which is, the first question is, where does Batman's no-kill rule come from? And the answer is, uh, censorship. (laughs) Um which make of that what you will, but that is technically the answer. You see, when Batman first appeared, Batman was kind of a ripoff of the Shadow. In fact, the very first Batman script has been acknowledged to basically being a retelling of a Shadow story, Um, which, interestingly enough, um, the artist, I think it's the artist Bill Finger who, ha- who was on the record of saying is that he never thought that comic would be published. It was meant to be a proof of concept. Uh, but Bob Kane ended up selling that one anyways. Because <clears throat> Bob Kane's just all about that money. But so anyways, so, so Batman starts off as being this... Sh- sort of rip-off of the shadow-type character. He's a rich billionaire. He's, he's very much a masked vigilante-type but uh, type hero. But his costume is more relevant to what would be the later superhero tropes, unless the hard-boiled detective masked heroes and cowboys that previously um, were, par- were made up this, this genre of proto-superhero So, what Batman starts off as this very dark, avenging figure. And his stories are very much that gritty, noir tone type of thing. And then something happens. And that something that happens is that they write a story where Batman confronts a vampire. And at the end of the story, Batman takes a gun and shoots the sleeping vampire while he's unconscious with a silver bullet. and after this issue came out the publishers were like don't do that again and at that point the publishers were like we we don't like this we don't like this we feel weird about this we feel weird that batman shot a a guy in his sleep but it was a vampire we don't care batman shouldn't be shooting people in their sleep you know what let's just take it a step further batman shouldn't fucking be shooting people okay we don't want that this is a very popular character we don't we don't want him shooting people anymore uh, which came as it uh, was a bit of a surprise because actually the team had written one more story where Batman not only shot a bunch of monsters with his machine gun but actually like hung one of them and so they hurriedly went back to the uh, before publishing it to rewrite some of the dialogue to have Batman lamenting how much he hated to take this life but it was for their best because they were mutant monsters. And uh, it is is quite a gruesome story. But it was meant to be... But after this storyline, another thing came into being with Batman. Another thing became part of the major Batman mythos because Batman transitioned away from these gritty noir-type stories that were reminiscent of The Shadow reminisce and changed into a while they still kept the whole vigilante crime fighter element they sort of transitioned into more of a action-adventure storyline where batman now had a teenage sidekick named robin and my teenage sidekick i mean i think he was 12 uh, at the time the child sidekicks were a weird trend of this time period I guess because they thought it would entice more kids to buy comics if they if there was a character they could see themselves as. Which is vaguely misguided because as anyone will tell you, kids don't like to see themselves as the kid sidekick. They like to see themselves as the grown-up sidekick. Uh, major misunderstanding adults have of they want to see themselves as the grown-up hero. Major misunderstanding uh, that that uh, generally speaking adults seem to have of kids but the point is is that once once robin was on the scene batman's murdering days kind of petered off now there were still some other incidents in the golden age era of batman killing people and by that i mean knocking people off of rooftops uh and driving cars off the road that would explode these were actually the the major examples of that time period of batman still kind of killing people um, but, like, Disney-level killing people. Have you ever noticed that? How, like, it, go, no, go back and watch a bunch of Disney movies and answer the question to yourself, wait a minute, how many of these villains fell to their death in some manner? And the answer is, a lot. A lot of them fall to their death in some manner. Um, either off of buildings or, or, uh, or... F- or they fall through the jungle vines and get hung, or... It's just a lot of villains. Or, or off the castle edge, you know. It's just a lot of villains in, in Disney movies where, like, that's how it's okay to murder them in front of children. Because it's okay for children to know that if you fall off of things, you could die. Because we don't want kids to do that shit. <clears throat> but anyways... So, so Batman moved, so it became more, once Robin was there, it had to be a more kid-friendly presentation. It was, they used brighter colors, the, the adventures focused more on colorful villains and their schemes. And then, of course, the 50s hit, and the 50s, Batman had to get super censored and and tone things way down and make some other changes as well because a lot of shit went down in the 50s Um, Superheroes already were the less popular heroes of this time period Um, But the major thing that happened is that a book called seduction of the innocent came out and This book made a lot of claims connecting comic books to child delinquency uh, claiming that comic books made kids more violent and more sexual, um, and some of these claims, so like nowadays, a lot of people will say the Batman and Robin are gay thing, and they and it has sort of a more positive connotation among some fans uh, who are who are cool with that stuff. But I do want to point out the Batman and Robin is gay thing came from a deeply homophobic place, um, which was this guy writing this book. Where he was trying to make the claim that Batman and Robin were specifically a gay couple to entice children into sexual deviancy. Now, apparently, pansexual deviancy, because another claim he made was that a triangular-shaped uh, shadow at one point in a comic on, I believe, it was Batman's shoulder was meant to represent the female private part, uh, parts like pubic hair, and like trying to to try and arouse. The audience, which, like, that's the type of claims this book is making. Like, full-on batshit, what the fuck are you talking about shit? Um, so, so, after this period, Batman and Robin had even more, like, sillier adventures with, like, lots of sci-fi and fantasy elements. But also, they introduced uh, Batwoman and Batgirl uh, so that Batman and Robin could have people to hit on. Uh... Could have, a, could have grown women and teen girls that they can hit on and uh, thereby establish that
0: oh no, see, see, Batman and Robin they like the pussy, you know see, see, because Batman's hitting on Batwoman and, and Robin's hitting on Batgirls so you know you know they're not gay now uh-huh, uh-huh
1: ironically, years later Batman would uh, DC Comics would bring back Batwoman as a lesbian uh, which is kind of fair I think, because of the original connotation of her creation. It's like, yeah, you know what? Do that. Bring her back as a lesbian. Throw it, tip that on its head. That's funny. That's good stuff. <clears throat> but, uh, so yeah. Now, throughout the years, in the comics, there have been, as things move forward, Batman's sort of moral grayness has been allowed was allowed to return for other stories um specifically batman seems to have a real thing against kg beast for some reason because there's not one but two storylines where he leaves kg beast to die presumably once after breaking his neck now kg beast was still technically alive after having his neck broken but you know he was left in the snow now cra- comic book characters have survived crazier shit than that so he's not necessarily dead but it is questionable uh more but it is questionably kind of murder even if he lived um people have also pointed out the dark knight returns now dark knight returns now of course the, the, the problem with bringing the dark knight returns is that like you can't really hold elseworld standards two batman stories uh it just doesn't work um like like it does it those stories take place outside of continuity which isn't to say that they it's tricky you know because on the one hand you can't say that that character isn't batman to some people um because you can't um To some people, that character brought them into Batman, and you can't take that away from people. But you know, like, but it is worth noting that Elseworld stories or alternate reality stories of any kind take place outside of what is considered the mainstream uh, continuity for the character. So therefore, you can't argue that most Batman iterations, this would count towards most Batman's iterations, morality but at the same time, if we're talking about making movies from these comics, you can't really say that it doesn't, because when making adaptation, there's no reason that they can't to reach to the outside of continuity sources as well to form, you know, a movie which is, by definition, outside the continuity of the main comics. So it's a very murky argument at best when it comes to stuff like that. And, but at the end of the day, Batman, mostly, does not kill. And the thing is, I think that that should be the main way he's presented. Because I do think that if Batman just ro- wantonly starts going out killing, that this will fundamentally change what Batman stands for. Because Batman has come to stand for a lot. And also, Batman is a character that has a lot of privilege in a lot of ways. And I do feel that if Batman started murdering people, that would be a definite abuse of his. Definite abuse of his. um, Definite abuse of his privilege as a character. Which is not to say that I don't think there aren't stories that could be explored around this as well. Batman's morality is is rife for dissection and, and possibly fascinating stories to come out of it. And I'm not saying that we couldn't do a Batman loses his way and murders some people and then has to remember that, he, that that's wrong. That's a perfectly good story to make. I just don't agree with the statement... Batman should kill because I, I get it I get it on an, on an emotional level on an emotional level, there's a part of us uh, clearly for Hollywood anyways. there is an emotional level where we on some level human beings want to see evildoers punished we want we want to believe that people who are bad are more deserving of physical violence towards them. It's an emotional reaction. It it completely is, and I understand it. But at the end of the day, Batman is a character who I feel like a major staple of him is his sense of self-discipline. And so I like what Robert Patton is saying when he says that he is a person forcing himself not to kill. I like the idea that Batman's reasoning on these things has outweighed his emotional impulse for the gratifying sensation of revenge because he knows that emotionally that is a hollow solution. And that's what makes it great. Fucking Batman. Uh, I will end it there. Master Bruce, I have just put Robin to bed. And I uh, have to tell you, he asked me a number of questions. And I feel like you may not have been answering all of them honestly. Look, look, Alfred. Okay? When I decided to adopt a child, I decided to give up murder. Okay? Is that is that so hard to understand? You know, just it felt weird killing a guy with a kid watching me kill a guy. And so now, we're not doing that anymore. Okay? We're just, we're just not... He's not doing it anymore. Okay, that's fair, Master Bruce. And I'm glad to hear that you're not going down the rabbit hole of psychopathy I was anticipating. Very good to hear. Do you think you'd ever be honest with him about the people you killed before you adopted him?
0: Look, Alfred, there's no reason
1: that Robin needs to know about all the people I killed before them. Like the man who dropped in the vat of acid, or the mutants that you lynched, Hey, hey, I only lynched one of them, and and lynched is a very charged term, Alfred. We don't just throw that around. You hung him from a helicopter. Look, I'm I'm just saying the optics of the word are bad. I will say, I will agree that I hung a mutant monster from the bottom of my gyrocopter. Whatever, Master Bruce, whatever. Anyways, I have prepared you a sandwich and tea. You can find them over there. Thanks, Alfred. That means a lot to me. The the sandwich or me constantly probing your moral grayness? Both, I, I guess. Good night, Master Bruce. It's 4 a.m. Most people are in bed at 4 a.m.